come on with me here. No matter how old you are, what God is still working out in your life is a prophecy. Come on, somebody. We got to reach the state where we say, I receive the prophecy. Welcome to Concepts for Living. This service is coming to you from the Chapel of the Anointing. We invite you to stay tuned for a... Have you ever considered the fact that the very first Christmas was the fulfillment of prophecy? I'm going to be talking about Christmas and prophecy in this message. In fact, our theme will be, do you receive the prophecy? I want to say it's Christmas time again. I said, it's Christmas time again. One more opportunity to respond to an infallible historic fact and an irrefutable act of prophecy. Man by the name of W.J. Cameron made a profound statement when he said what I'm going to quote right now. He said, there has been only one Christmas. The rest are anniversaries. And, watch this, it's not over yet. End of quote. Let me say that one more time, just so you can uh, let that resonate in your spirit. There has been only one Christmas. The rest are anniversaries. And it's not over yet. Hmm. What a profound statement. If you please, I'd like to say that the hinge of history is on the door of prophecy. I say the hinge of history is on the door of prophecy. In other words, everything that you and I see, everything that has been created happened prophetically. It is the result of what was spoken and brought into existence. And we call history the period that it has lasted. But none of it would occur without first prophecy. Someone speaking even as God did when he spoke to Abraham. He prophesied the future. And said to Abraham, I will make you the father of many nations. So then when we see now the Israelite community, it started with a prophecy. Come all the way down. And you will see that prophecy was being fulfilled. But prophecy grants us the privilege to celebrate history. Somebody gonna get it. 
the incessant universal phenomenon in history is the phenomenon that we call prophecy. Now, if indeed uh, we are who we are, I would like to just tell you, you're only that because something was prophesied over you. We have positive prophecies and we have negative prophecies. Because in the final analysis, the definition of prophesying is the faculty and function of foretelling or telling before and also forth-telling. The definition of prophecy is that something has been released, proclaimed, prophesized, pronostication, or prediction. Everything in this world was spoken into being, even you. Before I, I, before I formed you, I knew you. And before you came out of the womb, I ordained you. I sanctified you. And then I ordained you to be a prophet. Got it? We look at newborn babes and we like that little smile. We, we just, you know, we like to, we get all turned on to the newborn baby. But you don't understand that when you're looking at that newborn baby, who did not ask to come, but was sent. Don't ask me about all the circumstances and, the, and you know, all of the conditions that precipitated the birth and all that. I ain't nothing to, all I know is that that person, a child, is here because God prophesied it. I saw a pastor yesterday, and we had a very uh, strange conversation because our conversation was really talking about something that we didn't know anything about, but yet we are the result of what we were talking about in the sense that, you know, he said to me, he said, you know, uh, when I was a little baby, my father said, that's going to be the preacher right there. And I told him that when I was a baby, when I was a child, when I was coming along, there was a woman that raised me and she would put a chair in the bed and, and constantly having a Bible upon it and then say, now preach. And we had that kind of a conversation. Imagine passing by hearing all of that. What are they talking about? Everyone that comes to the world comes to the world on a mission. God sent you to the world. You ought to celebrate that right now because you had nothing to do with it. And your mother and father were only instruments in the prophecy that was to come to pass. Look at someone say, I am a prophecy. Yes, I am. Okay? And now, Notice if indeed that is true, 
Then it is saying that something was spoken over your life. Declared to come to pass. I decided that what I'm going to do with my life is that I'm going to, no, no, no. Something was already spoken over your life. And watch this, from beginning to end. The Bible says that God knew when we would be born. The Bible says that God knew where we would live. Are you staying with me? There's a whole lot of information about you that you didn't know anything about that has already been established. God knows more about you and more about me than I know about myself. Are you, know, are, are you aware that there are things about you that you are in the process of getting to know, but it's already written, it's already established. But now we need to have a manifestation of the prophecy. I'm going to say that again because, you know, we, I'm, I'm lifting it from the book. And I'm saying, now, that, that, I'm talking about Jesus in a few minutes. I'm talking about us right now. I'm saying that there must be the manifestation of the prophecy. Miles used to say, uh, leave the world empty. In other words, whatever God has assigned you to do, filled you up with, so that you might release in the world, leave the world having done it. Leave the world empty. There's a prophecy that has been foretold over you and over me. And no matter what the devil does, no matter what schemes he comes up with, no matter what plots or plans or strategies he may have to prevent it from coming to pass, come on! He can't stop it. The only one who can stop it is you. The three points of this message the introduction two the interruption and three the investigation these three points become the very heart of this message and I trust that as you stay tuned that you will look upon Christmas differently as you go forward even in the year to come Christmas is about the fulfillment even prophecy for your life. So then, there are 100 so-called messianic prophecies. Messianic prophecy is a prophecy that is concerned with or regarding the Messiah, the coming Savior. I just feel like praising right now. Because I, I know where I've been and I know what the Holy Spirit's been saying to me. I just feel like praising right now. Because some stuff that I've been struggling with for days, trying to get my mind focused, and I've got this to do and that to do and the other thing to do. I said, well, but God, I don't, I, know, I remember you said this and I remember you said that, but God, I can't seem to get my finger back on that. I can't, can't get my finger, but oh, I just want to praise him right now because I find that I didn't really lose it. What he did was just store it. 
so that now in this moment I can tell you that the prophecies over your life have already been predetermined and that they will I'm going to prophesy over you today and I'm saying they will they shall come to pass all the mistakes all the failures all the brokenness all the hindrances all of the traps you're going to excel you're coming into the prophecy and one day you're going to say I receive the prophecy 100 messianic prophecies have been uttered I'm not going to deal with all of them I just want to say prophecies concerning Jesus the coming Messiah was number one when he would be born in Genesis chapter 49, read it when you go home, verse 10. It speaks there of the fact that the scepter shall not depart from among the people until Shiloh comes. Shiloh was a name ascribed to Jesus. The coming ruler, the one who would be the king of kings. And then go on, not only this, but how he would be born. The prophet Isaiah tells us in chapter 7, verse 14, that a virgin shall conceive and bear a son. A virgin sounds like an oxymoron. How can a virgin give birth I mean come on come on now Mary said herself how did it gonna happen I have not yet been intimate with a man tell somebody God gets ready to impregnate you not by the natural means but by the supernatural means what are you saying pastor I'm saying that there is a prophecy spoken and the conditions of it that brings it to pass is not natural. We are so natural. We are hung up on being natural. It's just like when folk told me not long ago, say, man, that don't make no sense. I said, why do you say it don't make no sense? He said, because it's not common sense. I said, I'm not talking about common sense. I'm talking about uncommon sense. That God would take on flesh, wrap himself up in the form of a baby, lying a manger, do all of that to save me and to save you. So then Mary, who was a virgin, conceived Isaiah 7, verse 14. Now, and then, not only that, where he would be born. Bethlehem. Ephrata, even though you are so small, a little island in the sea, 60,000 people, or a little village, Bethlehem. Though you be small, yet out of you shall come a king, shall come a ruler. He had to be born in Bethlehem. 
nowhere else would have been the prophecy. Come on, somebody. So even though the end is full, tell somebody that doesn't matter. <laughs> even though Herod's mad, say that doesn't matter. <laughs> even though the conditions don't seem favorable for a king, say it doesn't matter. <laughs> Come on. Because the prophecy is what matters. And even though Herod was planning genocide, no one can stop what God has ordained for your life and my life. Are you with me? And if you all don't want to celebrate it, the folk around you, don't worry. God has some people in the East. God has some people that are not around you. They're not your regular company because your regular company won't celebrate you. They're envious of you. But God will. No wonder the Bible calls them wise men. Because wise men know how to celebrate what God is doing in your life. Wise men don't get envious. Wise men don't get jealous. Wise men come to serve you and to worship what God is doing in your life. Oh. It's been a privilege. In fact, a pleasure to be bringing you this word in this season. So until next time, when we shall come to you with more concepts for living, may God bless you and yours. Thank you for viewing Concepts for Living. If you would like a CD, DVD, or download the entire message, go to our website, www.fcogchapel.org. We would like to hear from you. Please send an email for prayer or send a praise report on how God is blessing you through this program. We invite you to join us again for another Concepts for Living.